Welcome back to another episode of the Perfect Blend Podcast and your mother fucking ass. All right. I know it's been like two and a half weeks since I put out some content. Thank y'all for supporting that last show. I just want to um, give a big thank you to my special guest, Laura Luna, who came and fucking slayed the show. Um, it was an, it was such an honor to work with her. Um, that was actually my second most played episode. And it was crazy because as you all know, I just joined Twitter, right? So people were like randomly tweeting. Like I'm talking about people with like 46,000 followers and stuff on Instagram and all these other various like, you know, LGBT and queer bloggers and Latinx um, community members and um, queer advocates and things of that nature. And it was just a lot of love, you know, that was showed towards um, the show. So I just want to say thank you, Laura Luna, for exposing my platform to a whole other set of listeners. (laughs) that um, I'm so honored to have. And I'm happy that they enjoyed our show. I'm happy that you did the show. And um, thank you for allowing me into your home, girl, so we can go ahead and record. Because your girl ain't got no studio yet. But one day when I get a studio, it's going to be lit. It's going to be popping. Because right now I'm recording from my house. You feel me? So, but shout out to you, Laura. Thank you so much for working with me. I was I was sick as a dog. I don't know if y'all heard it on the last episode. I was so sick. I had like a sore throat. I had allergies. It was a mess. So I'm excited to be back. I'm still struggling with these allergies, but I feel better. You know, there are fires in LA right now, child. They got fires popping up randomly here and there and all the craziness and all that. But we are still here. All right, y'all. I've been busy with school, with work. I just got a second job, y'all. So I've been like, I feel like an octopus. I feel like I have eight arms, but I'm in the game. I'm still going to stay here. Okay. I'm still going to be here. All right. Because this is what it's about. So thank y'all for showing me love. And for those of you who are in classes with me right now, thank you for supporting the show and and listening. I appreciate all of y'all so much. Thank you for even taking the time to listen to this um, podcast. And thank you for your kind words when I see y'all in person. I appreciate it. It's a little weird for me because um, 
one of my professors, she gave me a shout out in class and she was like, oh my God, Kay has a podcast. Y'all should go listen to it. And I didn't even see it coming, but everybody, you know, not everybody, but a few people were like, oh my God, you have a show? Like, what is it? Let's listen. So for all the new listeners, I welcome you. Thank you. Welcome to the party where we just have a good time. Okay. And we talk about celebrity gossip life. We talk about real shit, all types of shit. Okay. So, um, yeah, thank y'all. Thank y'all. Um, housekeeping. Let's see. I have a Twitter page. I only have 19 followers. It would mean the world to me if y'all would follow me on Twitter. My handle is Kday. That's K-A-E-D-A-Y-Y. Um, if you are an ex, and I'm just going to say this, please do not follow me on social media and contact me because that has been happening and I'm not going to deal with that shit. It is over. Okay. We're not going to give you too much, you know, audio time here, but you know, please respect me. And if I tell you to not contact me, please do not contact me. This podcast is not for that type of bullshit. This is only for my listeners who genuinely support me and my work. Okay. So I'm just going to leave that there, but yes, that's my Twitter page. I know y'all like, damn girl, who the fuck she coming at? Oh, these men are fucking trifling. I have, oh, I have some Vincent to do about that shit today. Y'all might get a whole episode dedicated to these fuck niggas out here in these streets. Okay, excuse my language, y'all, for my for my using the N word. You know, I'm so sorry for using that word. Let's say F boys. Let's not use the N word, okay? We gotta be politically correct, all right? But um, yeah. So yeah, that's my Twitter page. I want you to follow me on Twitter. Instagram. Instagram is so amazing. I feel like I get a lot of traction on Instagram, although I, you know, don't have that many followers. I have a lot of reach. Like, I don't know if you guys study the algorithms of Instagram, but I've been studying it and I do have some reach on there. So it means the world to me that y'all look at the stories. I think the stories have really helped my podcast tremendously. Um, and Facebook as well. So, um, yeah, but you know, get at me on Twitter and Instagram. That's where it's at. I post a lot of funny stuff, a lot of real shit. So, um, yeah, it's a good page. And overall, um, it's, it's dedicated to the podcast. So, and my personal life, (laughs) a mix of both. But anyways, that's some housekeeping there. Oh, what else? I'm going to have some, some special guests coming in October. So I'm really happy about that. I have been trying to get in touch with some of them and kind of, I don't want to say book, but yeah, kind of like book them for the show, right? I guess that's what they call it. Although I'm not like signed or anything, trying to schedule them to come on the podcast and they are the sweetest. And I have, I have two new guests who are for sure going to be coming soon and I'm so happy to have them and I feel like it'll be just amazing. I'm going to do an episode dedicated I would say probably to mental health and uh, self-care and just overall wellness, right along with fun shit too. And then my other episode will be dedicated to a few other things and different perspectives. So just stay on the lookout for my two new guests that are coming. I'm so happy to have these two people on the podcast. You know who you are. Um, Yeah. So I'm going to give you an update on me. So a few episodes ago, you guys. I told y'all how there was somebody in my in my world and how we were not dating and how we were just having a good time. Now we are grown, you know, and y'all know what a good time means, y'all. Um, I don't want to put too much of my business out there, you know, because she's a classy lady. But, um, oh, girl, 
before we get into that, I'm gonna give a Yes Queen award. Yeah, but I'm gonna put that on ice. Let's let's put the let's put the let's put the the the, the um I don't want to call it love life. Let's call it intimate life. Let's put that on ice. I want to give I want to I want to give my Yes Queen award to Summer Walker. Summer Walker is an R&B singer from Atlanta, Georgia. She is 23, I believe. Super talented, super beautiful. I love her because she is a beautiful black woman with tattoos all over her face. And she's not the polished R&B singer that everybody thinks R&B women should be. Um, She's so hood and she's just so herself and she's so beautiful and so in her element. And she just released her debut album called Over It. And that was actually one of her records that I opened up the show with. It's called Body. Poppin' ass song. I think that will be her next single because... Everyone loves it. But she recently went number one on the um, the U.S. charts across the board. She has made history for the fastest selling R&B artist in history. So I think it's phenomenal. Um, she's had over a billion streams on her music. And she definitely just released that album and just hit the pavement. And, you know, the reason why I give her a Yes Queen Award, and I have some more Yes Queen Awards coming up, but... Um, is because the genre of R&B, I just feel like people don't respect R&B, rhythm and blues, rather it be, you know, um, you know, the classic R&B, you know, or the more contemporary R&B, such as what we have now. And even like, you know, soul music and neo soul, just that genre of rhythm and blues in general, you know, that that has some soul elements to it. And soul is also its own genre. Neo soul is, neo soul is also its own genre, jazz. Overall, I just feel like a lot of people tend to not respect R&B. So it's beautiful because I remember when she released the album, uh, I think it was, what was it? She released it on October 8th, I believe, like almost two weeks ago. And um, no, almost, it was like a week ago she released the album, y'all. It's been so much going on. Forgive me, you guys. My days were kind of mixed up, all right? But I think, no, she released it on the 4th. Yeah, it's been about like a week or two weeks or so. Anyways, um... She was number one over all the male rappers on, you know, like on the R&B charts, the hip hop charts, like all the charts. So it was beautiful to see a woman with an R&B album, a solid R&B album. There's no fucking pop. And I, y- y'all know I love pop music, too. But the pop music becomes very redundant. It's good music, but it becomes very redundant. Um, and the fact that you hear it all the time and it's like, I, I appreciate my R&B. I appreciate my Snow Allegra, my my Ari Lennox, my Janae Aiko, my Mila J, my, um, who else? Kehlani, um, Melly is another girl I love, Tiana Taylor, um, Tanashi, you know, just all the girls who are kind of giving you some good R&B and some hip hop kind of meshed together. Um just giving you solid music. It's another girl I just found out. Her name is Mahalia. She's fucking dope. Ella May is dope. Her. Let's not forget her. Um, her name is is the, the pronoun, y'all. But I guess she spells it like H-E-R. Like, yeah, anyways. Um, that, that is how she spells it. Anywho, I'm just excited that R&B is kind of having a moment again. And all of these women, I believe, have equally contributed to it. The guys, I don't really know what the hell they're doing with their music, but all I know is that the women in this game right now are fucking smashing it, and it's a, it's just a beautiful thing. I love R&B. R&B is my first love. Now, I, I am a hip-hop person, too. I was about to say I'm a hip-hop head, but I don't want to step on those toes. I don't, I don't want nobody calling me out saying, like, what hip-hop you know? 
So, but but I was saying I'm an R&B head, although I, I love rap and hip-hop too. Um, R&B is so beautiful. Anyways, Summer Walker, you get a Yes Queen Award. My second Yes Queen Award goes to Blossom C. Brown. She is um, a trans advocate. She's a Black trans woman. And recently, she was um, on CNN at the LGBT town hall held, in G- um, held here, actually, in Los Angeles at um, Luskin, UCLA School of Luskin. Um, oh, I hope I said that right. Let me wait. Hold on, y'all. Because I, you know, we got to get our facts straight. I can't just be... Look, it was at the Luskin School of Affairs, okay, at UCLA. Anyways, um, yeah, Blossom, it, it was a lot because it was a town hall centered around like LGBT issues, but then also, you know, Black Lives Matter came up, um, you know, Black trans women dying came up. Just a lot of, um, a lot of things came up. Um, there, I think that, first of all, um, Blossom, I just commend you for taking the mic. I don't know if you all watched it, but I want you to go on YouTube and watch it. Type CNN Blossom C. Brown or type in CNN LGBT Town Hall and you'll see it. Um, I want to make this clear that I, I'm not like the most political person, but I am relatively aware of what's happening. And I just think that this is phenomenal because this is the first time in history that we have ever have had anything televised on CNN like this for Black people, um, specifically Black LGBT people and all LGBT people in general, um, you know, outside of Black, right? Um, you know, our non-people, um, PLC as well. You know, um, it was a crazy... A crazy thing. I've only seen a, a few clips. I will definitely sit down and watch the whole thing. Um, but I did see where, when Blossom took the mic and she took the mic, you know, and she just was like, look, we are dying. This is what she said. She was like, we are dying. We as, you know, Black trans women are dying and we have been erased and you guys need to basically do something about it. And I just want to commend her for taking the mic, you know, because, um, Basically, the only questions that were centered around, you know, Black trans women was in regards to sex work. And and to me personally, I just, I felt like that was, that is an issue, right? It is something that is common, you know, but at the same time, when are we going to have more conversations just about, you know, validating the lives of um, trans women, specifically Black um, trans women, you know, because it's, it's rough out here, you know, and um we're getting killed left and right, you know? So, um, yeah, you know, all I could say is that she was very courageous for doing that and just, you know, basically saying like, look, enough is enough. We need to change some shit and we have this platform. I'm about to get up here and claim this platform as the, as the beautiful queen that she is. She was like, I'm going to claim this goddamn platform because we're sick of it. We're sick of just seeing the puppets. There are so many puppets who are there. It's a great thing, though. I don't. Let me not call them puppets. I don't want to disrespect, you know. Let me not do that at all. Let me take that back. I'm going to recant that. But there are a lot of people who are selected to have platforms, right, that are LGBT people of color. And this is no shade to any of them. I love them all. I think they're sickening down, right? But I think, I think Blossom's perspective as well, and some may agree with it, some may not. I do agree with it, is that, you know, look, y'all need to take this shit seriously. Where, where is the protection going to come from? When, when are the cries going to be heard? You know, when, when will that happen? And I think that a lot of people don't understand the intricacies of not only just being a Black woman. That's if you're cis, right? The intricacies of, of race and gender when it comes to being a black woman. Let's say you're cisgender, like you were born in Italy, female, right? 
Um, that's that's the intricate identity. That's something where, you know, black women deal with misogynoir. They deal with um, racism, with sexism. They, it's like a it's like a conflated intersection of like oppression, right? But then you throw a black woman who happens to be trans on top of that. That's like another level of like, you know, oppression as well, where um, you can see how people, you know, fall through the cracks. So basically, I say all that to say, Blossom, I commend you for the work that you do. Now, let's see. Let's get to the fun stuff. I don't really think I have any other Yes Queen Awards right now. But I do want to say I miss y'all. You know, um, Laura was so excellent. I know I'm like rambling right now, but Laura was so phenomenal. I just love Laura Luna. Laura Luna is like a breath of fresh air. I love how she she likes to be called um, the queer Thea. (laughs) She is just so amazing. She's such a like beautiful spirit. I'm like giving her all her flowers, you know, because it's important, you know, and um, yeah. Now let's get back on the situation that I was going to, I'm going to update y'all a little bit on my own life, child, because I know y'all want to hear more about that shit. So, and if, you know, in the past, I told you all about a few episodes ago, I told y'all how there was somebody around and how I was, how I was pretty content, right? Um, basically, I wound up taking a break from him. I get, I don't know if it's called ghosting or not. I thought I was ghosting him, y'all. And I was, I know this might sound toxic as fuck, but look, I was proud to ghost that nigga because he was, he was kind of treating me like shit, you know? And, you know, when I met him, let me, oh, let me not say the N word. I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh, fuck it. No, but I, I was proud to ghost him because, I was just like, dang, I get treated like shit all the time. Like, this is fun to, like, just go MIA on somebody. Like, dudes always go MIA on me. Like, I know that sounds so toxic, but look, I did do that. But it was for valid reasons. He he, kind of said some disrespectful things to me. You know, um, I invited him into my personal space. He was a little bit disrespectful. You know, just making comments, uh, you know, being very condescending about... um, my space, my, my home, you know, and not only that, just, just being really, um, moody and things like that. And I just was like, look, child, I ain't got time to deal with this shit. Like, you know, but I will say this, you know, when I did meet this particular person, it started off as fun. Um, both of us wound up catching some feelings, right? But I think that, um, he is a man. He reverted back to his player mode, of course, you know, um, (laughs) he's, (laughs) He's an Aries, you know, and I'm an Aquarius. So Aries men, they're womanizers, you know. Aries men, they're players. They're very charming. They're very attractive men. They're very masculine. And, and, you know, I think when I met him, I think that's what honestly, like, attracted me, you know, to him or whatever was his masculinity. I was just like, God damn, this is refreshing. Like, this is a man. You feel me? Like... Um, he was doing little things, you know, kind of, I guess, providing a little bit for me as far as like, you know, buying me stuff like that. Not like super a lot of stuff, but, you know, paying for a few things and stuff like that. Um, and basically, um, and when I say we're not dating, like we're not like exclusive, like we're not out here, you know, going on like, you know, candlelit dinners and shit, the shit that I really want, right? Because, um... He is private about who he is. And 
Um, <clears throat> yeah, and basically just navigating that, um, it's, it was just really like a mess because, you know, I think at the end of the day, I realized that I want a relationship and that doesn't mean that I don't like him and I still probably won't entertain him, right? Just because the bitch is lonely and shit. But, <laughs> but I really, I really, really want like a relationship. But, but y'all, let me tell y'all this. The reason why I opened up with that Summer Walker song called Body, because if you listen to the words, she's singing about being conflicted. She's saying like, my heart, my body, my, my mind is, she's saying like, damn, I don't want to leave, but I, you know, like, you know, I want to stay, but I want to go. Like, damn, the, the he's pleasing my body, y'all. Like, she she's just singing about how confused she is about this duel. And I was like, oh, that's a perfect song for me. Actually, this whole Summer Walker album is, like, the perfect album for me because the bitches go through shit, right? And, um, yeah, but it's, it's crazy because I think the pros of it, of course, and see, I will say this with, with him, right? I think I realized, and I'm going to get to the pros in a moment, but, you know, the, we, we started off having fun, you know, the whole hookup thing, right? So it's like a hookup culture thing, right? And <laughs> when we first, you know, <laughs> you know, did some, some grown folks things, um, I was just like damn near like, oh my God, it was like this rush of emotion over me. And I was like, oh no, this cannot be good. Like he he's going to like cut me off. Like he's going to disappear. He's going to leave me hanging. And he didn't cut me off. He didn't disappear, you know? Um... But, you know, I felt very vulnerable and I, and I had to learn with me because I'm 26 right now, you guys. And I think it's, it's taken me years to realize that I be trying to like be having fun and stuff. Right. But I really don't think I'm that person. But, I, you know, that doesn't mean that I can't hook up. Right. Because I can hook up. But I would say that I'm not really built for it. Like, honestly. So I can do it or whatever, but I feel like with me, when it comes to hookup culture, like, I'll always be sitting there like, oh my God, I want him to be my man. Like, (laughs) why can't he be my man? I just be so, like, in my bag, like, in my feelings, you know? And it's, oh, it's taken a lot for me to even admit that because I know a lot of people shy away from, like, you know, admitting what they really want. But for me, I'm trying to work on saying what I really want. You know, I think that we live in a culture right now, right along with, with the hookup culture where... Everyone is like trying to run away from love or say that that's something that they're that they really really want. Like they're afraid to admit that publicly. They're afraid to be in tune with their emotions, and I and I feel like I'm a very emotionally and emotionally intelligent woman. You know, um, so I realized that it's also me too. You know, my my own accountability, my own struggles with love. You know, my own wantings. Right, so I can't really put that on him. You know, but it, it kind of morphed into a situation where I had to snap back in reality because I realized that he was having fun and he was unashamed about, you know, seeing other people and stuff. And, oh, fuck it. Let me tell y'all what this nigga did. So I got him some condoms, right, for us to use. And this fucker went and used them on somebody else. So I told him, I was like, look, like, I get that we're not in a relationship, right? But to me, that's disrespectful as fuck. Like, damn, like, I, I, you know, I get that you are free. You're out here living your life, you know. But you, at the same time, I still, it's like, damn, can I just not know that you have all these other bitches? <laughs> that was kind of my thing. Because I, I felt like SZA. I felt like I have him on the weekend. Like, we all sharing, Right. 
but that's that's I, oh my god this is crazy y'all like y'all know i shy away from talking about my intimate life like that's something that i love to, i love to keep to myself y'all but i wanted something juicy to talk about and i wanted to talk about hookup culture so this is why i'm using my situation as an example right but um yeah so basically like i was just like damn like i know that there are other women around right but damn, can I not know about it? And he be telling me, like, he be like, yeah, I still, I still smash my ex. Da, 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 da. I, well, he doesn't say I still smash her, but he definitely let me know that she's still in the picture, although they are not together, you know? Um, and I was kind of like, okay, well, shit, like, you, <laughs> look, y'all, he fine, look. And and he he's a very um, well-endowed, full disclosure, look. <sighs> so explicit, you guys. I'm over here blushing, because... I'm telling you all, when it comes to this area of my life, I, I get like a little like schoolgirlish. Like I get like, I'd be like, oh my God, I'm shy. Like, da, 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 da. you know, just like talking about this shit. But, but yeah, he, he is definitely, um, a beautiful man. <laughs> and basically a bitch wound up digmatized. Okay. Look, I'm just being honest. I never, well, I've, I think I've been digmatized before, but not with him. It's different. And honestly, I think it's because he's an Aries. Like it, it's, it's so intense. Like it's so passionate. And a bitch thought she was in love. I was like, oh my God, like I love him. <laughs> like, <laughs> but then I was like, girl, you got to calm down. You got to, you know, and not only that, he, he was around me a lot, you know, like we would like FaceTime every day. We would talk every day. He would check on me and stuff like that. So it's like, at first, when I first met him, I was trying to be strong. I was like, oh, I got this, you know. But then his charm kind of wore me down a little bit. And I was like, oh, fuck. You know, I'm starting to like him and I'm not supposed to like him. You know, this is supposed to be fun. Like, I'm supposed to be out here, you know, being a hoe. Like, you know. And I'm not, I don't consider myself a hoe, you guys. Like, I'm, I feel like I'm basically a nun. Like, I rarely, like, I haven't been on a real date in a year. And when it comes to hookups, I do them like, it's weird. Like, I have like these spurts. So, like, I'll probably meet a dude or, like, hit up one of my old little boo things or whatever, right? And we'll play around for, like, a month, right? And then I'll, like, cut him off for, like, eight months. I swear to God. I go through, like, this dry spell. or That's how it's been for me, I would say, like, the last three years of my life. Ever since I broke up with my first, um, my first little boyfriend or whatever, I've been going through these spells of kind of, like, okay, like, I'll, I'll have a moment where I'm a human and I'm, like, fuck, I just need a man in my world. You know, like, I'm going I'm to get my back blown out, right? And then, and then once I have those moments, I'll shut down and I'll literally be, like, damn near abstinent. Actually, I, yeah, like, basically abstinent. Um abstinent for real like I don't be doing it for like nine months and people my friends be like damn bitch what's going on with you like you know you need to get smashed like you know like, <laughs> they be like girl you ain't got you ain't got no no boo like and I'd be like no nah, I'm just focused on me like I'm trying to get my my career together duh, 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 duh. and not only that you guys like this situation although it, it kind of hurts because things are a little bit different now um I did voice to him why I ghosted him and stuff and he basically stated that he feels that we shouldn't really talk or even, you know, mess around or whatever anymore because I can't handle it, which I felt like was kind of rude, especially with how he treats me because this, he's not like some respectful ass dude. Like I, he's one of those dudes where it's kind of like he's respectful um, only, of course, if he can get something. And, and we all know what I'm talking about. Like he's respectful, you know, only if he about to get some cootie cat, you know. 
other than that, he'll kind of snap back and be like, you know, you're not my girl. Like, get the fuck away. And I just, and it's a lot sometimes. And I'd be like, damn, like, I don't deserve to be talked to like this. You know, like, I don't deserve to kind of be treated like just, you know, like dog shit. You know, and that's why I told him when we last spoke, you guys, I feel like I'm talking so fast, but I'm trying to give y'all a synopsis of everything. Um, the last time we spoke, I was just like, hey, you know, like, I'm not trying to cause no problems. But the way that you treat me, regardless if, you know, I'm not your girlfriend or not. I know what it is, but I still need you to still respect me. You cannot talk to me any kind of way. That's just not how this is going to be. And I feel like you're used to just talking to women any kind of way because, you know, they're not they're not yours, quote unquote, or this is not a serious thing. And I'm like, you know, I, I think for me, that's why I'm different. I do think that's why I am single, because I think a lot of men that I have like, rather it be a hookup or a jump off that I'm messing around with or a dude that I'm dating, I, I'm a very like... <laughs> I speak my mind, you know, and I think that a lot of men have a hard time with that. And I definitely, you know, I'm an Aquarius once again. We as Aquarius women, we we love to show people they shit. And that doesn't mean that we're perfect or anything, right? But especially if it's somebody who's on some bullshit. Like, we're the type that'll be like, look, this is where you had me fucked up at. And, and we're nice and we're sweet and all that shit in the beginning. But it's sort of a thing of like, you know, when we've had enough, we've had enough. And I just felt like I've done so much work to love who I am. You know, me being the type of woman that I am. Me being one of the girls and, you know, me being a trans woman and, you know, the black woman and stuff like that. Like, it's taken a lot for me to um, get to this level in my life, you know, for me to love myself, right? So it's sort of like I'm dealing with a dude who doesn't live publicly. Basically, he is DL. And it's sort of like, I don't want to deal with that shit. So it's like, yeah, like, it's it's good in private, right? He'll tell you everything you want to hear. But for me, it's like when, when, that, when he get up and leave, it's kind of like, damn, like, I feel bad. Like, I really be sitting there like, you know you deserve more, like, you know, and I, I don't know how I'll get that. But, you know, he's been around me for about three months now, you know, and um, we met in the summer, you know, so it's sort of a thing where I realized I was like, damn, this is fun and all. But like, I really wish that I just had somebody who who was we were in a monogamous thing, you know, we got along, it was chill, he respected me, I respected him, we worked through our issues together, you know, and I, I just feel like that's what I want, you know, um, and that's what I realized, so I'm not, and it's funny, because all my friends are like, you know, leave him alone, block him, bitch, why do you keep talking to him, and I keep telling him the dick is good, y'all, like, I'm starting to get so explicit, I be like, <laughs> I'd be like, I'm digmatized and I feel like I look like a fucking, you know, like bozo clown. But it's the truth. Like, you know, I'm a fucking human. Like, and I feel like every time I see him, I'm like putting on clown makeup. Like, you a fucking clown, bitch. Like, he ain't shit, but he's so fine and he's so cute. And you just melt when you're around him, although he is a bad boy and he's a fuck boy. Like, you need to leave him alone because you know that you want a relationship. You out here. And this is me talking to myself, y'all. Like, I literally was like, you know, okay, you know you want to be someone's lady, okay? You know that you deserve more, girl, but you out here... You out here having a hot girl fall, okay? Not giving a fuck and you getting your feelings hurt when you know what you really want, you know? Um, And see, that's where I have to take accountability. And I'm still struggling with it, y'all, because it's taking everything in me not to call him. And let's get back to the last time we talked. 
when he and I talked, you know, I told him my concerns. And I just was like, if you want me around, you got to respect me. You know, I don't want to be hearing about no other bitches. I need you to basically give me the boyfriend experience. You're not my boyfriend, but this is what you signed up for. I need you to give me the boyfriend experience. I, in this moment, when we buy ourselves, child, I need you to pretend. Okay, so I can get my get what I need. We can share our oxytocin, child, and you can get up and go. Okay, <laughs> like, because, you know, we got to snap back into reality, you know. Um, and that's basically where he blew me off. So it's like when he blew me off, y'all, I was so fucking sad, like a bitch. And it was weird because in my head, I was like, I ghosted you. Like, what do you like? You can't just blow me off. Like, this is me. Like, are you serious? Like, I'm the queen up in here. You can't just fucking tell me that it's over. Like, what the fuck? Like, our situationship is over. Like, I was so fucking mad. Y'all know, like, here's my little fake New York accent coming out. I was so fucking mad. But, um, <clears throat> but no. So basically, I when he sent me that last text, that was like the beginning of last week, like last Tuesday or some shit. He sent me that. I literally was sad as fuck. Well, not like super sad. I, I had like all emotions. Like a part of me was kind of relieved because it was sort of like, okay, this is over now. So at least like, yeah, my feelings are hurt because I actually really like him. And we started off having fun. I really, really like this guy. And my feelings are like overcoming me and I'm trying to control them. But I really, really like this man. You know, um, and now he's, you know, he's saying like, basically, he don't want to deal with me because he feels like I can't take it. I can't handle it, you know. Um, and, you know, I was relieved because I was like, okay, it could be over. But then I was angry because I was like, dang, like you told me how like, you know, you told me certain things. You told me how we could be together, things like that. You know, he kind of sold me a, a little bit of a dream, not too much of a dream, but he sold me just enough you know, to keep me around and, you know, and, and to get the cootie cat, you feel me? And I, I kind of felt like, damn, how did I get played? Like, what the fuck? Like, this is stupid. Like, basically he was saying everything, you know, I wanted to hear, you know, and, um, and that's crazy y'all because I feel like I'm a smart bitch. Like, I feel like, I feel like in every other area of my life, like I got it right. Like I'm, I'm working hard. I'm doing my thing. But when it comes to the love area, I've I be like internalizing it sometimes. And you know, one of my good Judy's, one of my best friends, they were just like, girl, you cannot internalize this. Like my best friend got on the phone, y'all. She had to give me an intervention, child. She was calling me like, girl, stop internalizing his shit. Cause I was like really internalizing it. And I was like, damn, it's my fault. Like what the fuck? Why can't I just be a gutter bitch and just, you know, take the dick and then he could just get up and go. You feel me? Like, I was like, why am I all in my feelings? Like, why can't I be like everybody else? Like everybody else is out here just having fun not giving a fuck especially well I feel like women now women are like bitch the the roles to fucking change you know what I'm saying but for me like I'm so soft I still have a very soft side and it's like you know yeah I'm outspoken and shit like that but I'm very much a softy you know I do have a sensitive side you know but um but yeah so Ugh, that's what I've been dealing with. And basically, I'm going to talk about hookup culture today because I, I, I feel like when people hook up, it's just basically them getting their needs off, right? I do feel like there are some people who can be like, there's no emotion. Let's just get it and let's go. But I, here's what I think. I think that everyone, you have two, you have the person who will just fall for you, right? After they hook up, they'll be in their feels. They probably won't even say it, but they'll be in their feels on Lolo. 
then you have the people who are like, bitch, I'm getting the I'm getting the ding ding, I'm getting the coochie, I'm getting whatever I want, I'm getting the ass, I'm getting whatever I need. And that's it. Like I don't wanna hear from you again, I don't wanna see you again, like fuck you, like we just had a one night stand. Then you know, so I feel like you do have those people, but at the end of the day, I feel like for the people who can handle it, male or female or whatever gender you are, I my opinion is that they desensitize themselves, child. That's what I think personally. So I think that people kind of train themselves to be like, you know what, like turn, turn your emotion off, get your rocks off and, and utilize this, this man or this woman or this person, um, you know, for what they're giving you in this moment, you know, and my, my best friend called me out and they were just like, girl, you, you can't hang girl. You got to know how to play on the court before you get on the court. You trying to act like you that bitch, you know? And I, I felt some type of way. Cause I was like, well, first of all, I picked up before and I wasn't in my emotion and, and my home, my homies just caught me out and they were just like, damn, like you, you know, you want a relationship though. At the end of the day, you know, after every dude, like whether you dated them or not, or you just have fun, you know that at the end of it, that's what you want. That's what you always say. That's what you always feel. And I was like, damn, you right. Like, you're you're so right. So, long story short, that was a long story, you guys. We're almost 40 minutes in. God damn it. I didn't even get to talk about the serious world shit happening around us. All this fuck shit going on in this world. This world is so draining, you guys. I just want to have fun on my podcast. I'm like over here in my bed eating fruit. But um, long story short, I hope that I, 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 I've always been telling myself, like, I can't wait to the day where I meet someone who is ready for me. Like, I meet somebody who is equally interested in me. I meet a man who is not playing games. I meet a man who who is like my protector and makes me feel safe and secure. You feel me? And I can trust him. Um, I feel like so far I've never trusted a man in my life. I feel like, and I don't want to sound bitter, but I'm saying like, I've tried to trust and my trust has been broken, right? So I I just feel like, I I feel like I've never been in love before. I feel like I've never, I've had like situationships in in one relationship, but, um, and that, that wasn't even like a real fucking relationship. I still don't even know what to call that to this day, but, um, but yeah, like, I, I just can't wait until I meet someone who is ready for me. Like, when I told y'all, after I was messing with this current guy, my ass went to therapy and I was fucking boohoo fucking crying because I was just sitting there like, fuck, like, my interactions with men all my life, have, like, even from my dad, like, we talked about daddy issues and shit. Now I bitch getting deep because I had to go back and I was like, damn, like, you know, my father, I went through a lot with my dad. You know, my dad was, like, abusive and shit like that. Like, my dad would fucking beat up on me. My dad was an alcoholic. And y'all probably didn't know this about me, but I've had a, I had a very hard childhood. And a lot of my childhood, I, I dealt with a lot of um, aggression, you know, from men, you know, particularly black men in my life. You know, my father was an alcoholic. He would put his hands on me a lot because he didn't, he didn't like who I was. You know, he saw a child that he that he thought was going to be one way and the child turned out to be something else, you know? And he just wanted to beat it out of me, you know? So I, I dealt with a lot of that um, growing up. You know, even my brothers and my male cousins, it was just a lot of, like, you know, toxic masculinity. And I remember, you know, growing up and just never feeling protected, you know, by men. And I think now, you know, that I'm a woman now, and, well, I've always been a woman, but you get what I'm saying, you guys. Like, now being an adult and being a young lady out here, 
it's it's difficult to trust, you know, it's difficult to even feel safe sometimes because I've dealt with a lot of shit in my life. I've dealt with a lot of shit where men have always sort of taken from me. Um, and I, and I don't want to put all men in this category, right? But I'm saying, you know, I don't want to generalize as well because I've, I've had some sweet guys here and there, you know, the exceptions to the rule, right? But in general, it's always been this thing of like, oh, let me take something from you. You know, let me just take, 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 and take and never give you anything, you know? So, bitch, I was up in therapy fucking crying my eyes out. But I felt better after because we, you know, we talked about some things. And, um, you know, but I had to really just analyze myself, you know, and kind of just look at myself, you know? But it's crazy because I'm... <laughs> I feel bad because I'm like, fuck, I still want to call him. But y'all, I've been doing good because, oh, by the way, okay, let's, let's wrap this up. Okay. So me and him last talked, he sent me that text basically telling me we should end this. You feel me? Like he was like, I've been trying to respect you. Oh, this is what he sent in the text. He was all like, you know, obviously I I can't treat you the way you want to be treated. You're always talking about respect. And at this rate, we've tried, it doesn't work. And he was just like, you know, I think we should just leave this alone. And I literally didn't respond. I was upset. I was sad. I had all these, you know, different feelings. And, um, yeah, but basically a few days later, like literally like a day later, two days later, he was like blowing up my phone, calling me all day. And that's where I got confused, you know, because I was just like, dang, like, okay, if he keeps calling me like this, doesn't, doesn't this mean that he has some feelings for me, right? Because a normal guy wouldn't just be fighting, you know, like this. And that's where I was kind of confused because I was like, okay, well, I think he does like me too because he's all over me. He's, you know, like calling me like crazy. He's asking me where I'm at. He asking me if I'm talking to other dudes, you know, things like that. And I'm just kind of like, I don't know. It's just weird. It's, it's a mess, y'all. I'm in a, I'm in a mess, you know, and I'm no longer content with the situation. <laughs> like I said about a few episodes ago, child. So that's that. Um, I rambled a lot on that topic, but y'all, I had to get that out. And I really, I, so much has been going on. So let's talk about, let's talk about, um, some political shit. Now y'all know that, uh, okay, so uh, I believe her name is Amber Geiger. She was the, the police officer who killed, um, the black man in his own home child. That has been all over the headlines. It has been a fucking... I would say blasphemous situation. Like, it's just a mess because, you know, during the trial that was televised, oh, not trial, but the court case or whatever, um, during her sentencing, Amber Geiger, you know, she was up in there crying, child. And then the brother of um, Botham, his name was Botham Jean. He was the man who was killed in his own apartment. So I don't know if you all have been following, but there's been this national case going on where um, last year it was, um, uh, was it last year? I think it was last year, earlier this year. I think this happened in the end of 2018. Basically, she, this police officer, she went into an apartment. She thought it was her apartment. It actually wasn't her apartment. And she pulled out a gun and shot this black man. His name is Botham Shem Jean in his own apartment claiming she thought that she was facing an intruder in her own apartment child so she killed him and um she recently has been sentenced to 10 years in prison and it's it's caused a, a it's caused a ruckus 
I would say in America because we're already living in a very, um, a very um, tension. You could just, I feel like these days you could feel the tension of, of the classism and the racism going on, you know, with, with the number 45 in office and things like that. It's just so much happening to a lot of different minorities like Latinx people, trans people, gay people, black people, uh, Native American. It's just like poor people, the homeless. Like it, it feels like every day, you know, you turn something on, it's something fucking crazy happening. That's why I was like, damn, I don't want to talk about this on my show. Like, I just want to have fun. I just want to get away from the politics. But everywhere I go, the politics are like in my fucking face. But um, yeah, so anywho, anywho, during her sentencing, she started crying, child. Then the brother of the guy, he said he forgave her. He started crying. He gave her a hug. Then the judge gave her a hug and said that she's forgiven by God. Mind you, this is a black judge, child. So y'all already know how I feel about that. You know, I don't give a fuck. No, no form of religion. I'm sorry. Y'all need to fuck that shit. She was wrong. And, you know, for me, I'm just like... I respect your religion or whatever, but at the end of the day, justice is justice. And I'm just sick of, oof, it just makes me angry, y'all. I don't even want to open up that door. Y'all know where I could go. And I ain't trying to, I ain't trying to be angry, child. I'm just reporting the news. Okay. (laughs) Anywho, I'll say it like this, you know, whenever, whenever, you know, white women cry their white tears, you know, you know how this world works. Okay. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna leave it there. I'm just going to leave it there. I'm not saying that all, you know, all are the same, yada, yada, yada. But there is a saying by Audrey Lord. Um, the saying goes, the master's tools whenever dismantle the master's house. Y'all could go Google that, that damn phrase I just used. It's a beautiful phrase. I love Audrey Lord for creating that concept. I think it's beautiful. But that, it's true. The master's tools whenever dismantle the master's house. So... Y'all could take that and interpret that any way you want. Okay? I'll leave that there. Next in political news. Um, let's see. A lot has been going on. What else? Oh, yeah. I already told you guys about Blossom C. Brown. So we're not going to discuss that. Um, but yeah, it's it's just oh, this world that we live in. Mm. Okay, now let's go to the fun shit because I have like 14 minutes left. Um, Nicole, Nicole Murphy went on the Wendy Williams show about two weeks ago. This is like old ass news. But basically, she lied and said that she never sent her statement to B. Scott. So basically, B. Scott and Nicole Murphy are beefing right now, child, because Nicole Murphy basically hired paparazzi to take pictures of her and Alan Fuqua who is um, a, a a Hollywood director, right? He's not really like that famous, but people, people know who he is. Um, and basically they were up in Italy somewhere, a child, and she was over there kissing on a married man. And he is currently married to another actress. So that has been causing a lot of fucking controversy too. Not a lot, but you know, just the sensational shit. Because Nicole Murphy is really running around here lying, saying that she didn't give B. Scott that statement. And then B. Scott, who was a popular blogger, you guys, he went and posted the text messages of the statement that Nicole Murphy gave him in regards to her addressing the affair, you know, and the photos that leaked of her kissing all over fine asked Alan Fuqua you know he is so fine but (laughs) but yeah so basically child that has been a mess and 
Nicole, I'm just kind of like, girl, I need y'all to go listen to Beast Guys podcast because y'all can get the full tea on that. Nicole Murphy, she's the former ex-wife of Eddie Murphy for all of you who don't know. And basically, um, she's over here being, <laughs> in the words of Beast Guy, a lying scallywag. Uh, because she's lying saying that, you know, none of this happened when the photos are there. She's lying saying that she didn't give the statement to B. Scott. And in the statement, she just said that Alan was the family friend and that it wasn't what it seemed. Although the paparazzi photos leaked of her kissing on this married man. And the reason why those photos leaked is because she did pay paparazzi because she wants to snag Alan Fuqua. Alan Fuqua was not even aware that those photos would have leaked. So... Oh, that's so exhausting, girl. But, you know, I feel like Nicole, she's just trying to secure the goddamn bag. That's all she's trying to do. It ain't right, child. But, you know, I'm like, she's so beautiful, but so dumb. You know, I'm just like, girl, some of these beautiful women out here, I'd be like, y'all dumb as hell. Like, you could find a good man. You could find somebody who want to be with you. Honestly, I think Nicole should have stayed with Michael Strayan and been his wife. I think Michael really loved her. You know, the reason why they broke up because they were engaged is because um, certain prenuptial agreements, basically, she wanted a lot of his money and he was like, no. <laughs> but, um, you know, I'm like, girl, you are so beautiful, but you're just dumb as fuck, you know, and it's no disrespect, but it's like, girl, like you, you one of the baddest women out here, but you just looking real bad, you know, but that's neither here nor there. I don't really want to talk about no celebrity shit today, y'all. I'm sorry. I really don't. <laughs> and I know that this show is so celebrity focused, but I think, I don't know. Lately, there has been some tea out there, but um, nothing pressing, nothing that I'm like, oh my God, I want to talk about this. Like, I want to talk about this, you know? Um, n- Not that I could think of. Let me see if I wrote, because y'all know I'm always taking notes. Um, let me see. Mm, 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 mm. Oh, well, Sam Smith, he identifies as they, them as non-binary. That happened a few weeks ago. This is all old news, you guys. I'm so sorry. I've been gone. Malik Yoba storms out of the interview after the root interviewer. It was the root interview. You guys know the, the media platform called The Roots. Malik Yoba, he was talking about, you know, his his trans attraction, blah, 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 blah. He stormed out about the sexual allegations because the interviewer asked him about the sexual allegations that he um, allegedly had, you know, with the minor or whatever. So he stormed out of that interview and it was a big, it was like basically an R. Kelly moment all over again. Um, Ed Buck was arrested for drugging and killing gay escorts. Y'all could go look that up. That's one of the things that stood out to me. I don't want to talk about this shit. Tamar versus Lonnie. I don't want to talk about that. That's old. King and Moore's divorce. I don't even want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about celebrities this week. I'm sorry, you guys. I just wanted to give y'all more of a candid episode. You know, something fun. I hope you all have enjoyed yourself so far. Um, I'll end it with this. This is going to be my last topic. So... I was over here talking on the phone. Y'all know I'm a y'all know I'm a phone girl. I love talking on the phone to my friends. And um basically one of my friends, they asked an important question that I thought I would bring to the podcast. And see, this is why I wish I would have had a special guest today, but it's okay. 
They're going to come soon and we might even revisit this question. But the question here is, we're going to talk about dating and love, life again, child. Look, the question is, can you feel some type of way if someone you want to date tells you they are dating someone else? So basically, y'all, let's say that you're dating somebody, right? But you want to take it further. You want to be more exclusive. Like you've been talking to a person and then they tell you that they're dating someone else. And they kind of let you know that. And they kind of tell you that they like someone else, right? Can you feel some type of way about that? Personally, I think you can. I think if you've been hitting it off with somebody, y'all been talking and stuff like that. And then they kind of tell you that they're dating someone else. I think you have a right to kind of feel some type of way. Because it's kind of like they let you on a little bit. You know, that doesn't mean that necessarily they're wrong. Because they still, y'all still are not exclusive yet. You know, all everyone could date multiple people, you know, at the same time and stuff. You know, so, but I, I think you can feel some type of way, shit. Because I'd be like, you know, you know how when you meet somebody, y'all, and you have a connection, and it's just like, dang, like, a bitch just want to focus on you. Like, <laughs> that's kind of how I be when I meet somebody. I, I like, I, I be, I've, I've tried to date. Actually, I have dated most people at the same time, but I don't know. I always, I just think how I am. That's just me. Like I'm all, I always kind of give one guy a little bit more priority over the other ones. And I kind of like fall off the other ones a little bit and they kind of just vanish. And I kind of give all my attention to one that I like. And I know, I know that that's not a good thing because it's basically, you know, putting all your eggs in one basket, but shit, look, I'm trying to find my baby daddy and my husband. Okay. Future baby daddy, future husband. Okay, where are you? I hope you're listening to this podcast. Because <laughs> the bitch is lonely these days. All right. I really am. And y'all, I hate to be that love struck person, but I don't know. They say it's like it's Aries and full moon or some shit. Y'all know that astrology shit, right? But lately I've been feeling so like passionate these days. And I, I, maybe it's because I'm dealing with an Aries right now. I think he opened up another channel of passion in me. That that motherfucker is on a whole nother level. I've never had like such a passionate interaction before. And a lot of people don't understand me when I say this, but it's something about him where he is just so passionate just with everything. The, the you know, the love making, the conversation. He's just very passionate and it, it, it gets my socks off, okay? But... um <laughs> Yes, but, you know, he's still a fuck boy. You know, he's disrespectful. He's like your stereotypical bad boy, you know? And I, they say Aquarius woman, we love bad boys. And I'm like, fuck, like, I need to leave this man alone. So I've been kind of chilling, laying low, trying to leave him alone. But I'm telling y'all, there be nights where I be wanting to call him. I be like, dang, I just want to call him. I miss him. Like, <laughs> I don't care that there's other bitches around. Like, I will sit here. <laughs> That's really what I be thinking, y'all. Like, oh, it's so embarrassing to admit that. But, shit. Yeah. That's all I got today, y'all. I've, I've, I'm a little tapped out. I just really wanted to have a fun, candid um, conversation with y'all, you know. I hope y'all listen to Summer Walker's new album and get into some R&B. It's fall right now, so this is... R&B is winning right now. It's fall. We could play our love songs and shit and be sad if we single out here. Shit, you know, like, we could do that, you know. But, um, yeah. We gotta step into this week, y'all. We gotta... 
we got to manage our feelings and manage our emotions. But I will say this, you know, we got five minutes left. It's okay to be in your feelings though, y'all. Because when he, when he sent me that last text, I was in my feelings. But I was like, you know what? It's okay. Like, I may look stupid as fuck out here. All my friends think I'm stupid. Like, they'd be like, bitch, like, leave him alone. <laughs> like, everybody be telling me to leave him alone. They'd be like, he's bad for you. Like, bitch. Like, one of my homegirls, she was like, bitch, you falling in love. Leave him alone. Like, this is not love. And I'm like, fuck. Like, what the fuck? I know it's not love, but I'm really in my feelings. Like, ugh, and it can't go any further, y'all, because, you know, he, he can't give me the life that I want. You feel me? Like, I need, I need a dude who's going to give me the life that I want. You feel me? Not give me the life that I want, but help me create. I'll say that. Help me create the life that I want. I don't want to make it look like I'm living for a man, but, you know, help me create the life that I want. Shit. Let's do a partnership up in here, you know? So, I'm still struggling with it, y'all. I don't know what's going to happen. I be telling everybody, like, look. He ain't shit, but I'm confused because I'm in my feelings and I'm going to acknowledge it. I'm genuinely confused. I'm angry. I still want him here. The sex is great. You know, he's (laughs) just like, what the fuck? Like, how did I end up in this situation? I'm supposed to be sitting somewhere on a date in fucking like Pasadena somewhere with the love of my life. Like, we're supposed to just be booed up. You feel me? Like... That's and he's not out here like putting putting his key into every single hole, child. You know. But in due time, you guys, for all my single ones out there, we will find somebody who loves and appreciates us, you know. And even if it doesn't happen, that's where we gotta love and appreciate ourselves, okay? But shit, I'd be like, damn, there's not enough self-love. I can only love myself so much. A bitch is ready to give it to somebody now. Shit. Because I'm, I'm about to hit 27 in a few months. And I'm sitting here like, damn, like a bitch getting old. Like, <laughs> I need <laughs> I need somebody who want to fucking walk on the beach with me and do cute shit. Like, I need a dude who's going to be like, let's go play laser tag. Where are you at? Like, I feel, it's funny, like, I feel like B. Simone, how she be like, you're my boyfriend. You know, all that. I don't know if y'all follow B. Simone. She's like an internet personality, but... She always be talking about how single she is. And I be like, girl, I feel your pain. Like, it's hard to turn it off, though. Because I, I do I do go through my times, y'all, where I be completely focused on me. And I be like, okay, I'm killing it. I don't need no, no man. And then I be like, damn, I need a man. <laughs> you know, because I'm still a woman at the end of the day. You feel me? So it's kind of like, uh. oh, my, my. The questions of life. Anyways. Thank y'all for tuning into this podcast. Please remember to like, comment, and share on iTunes, on Instagram, on Twitter. Share the show. Tweet me and tell me how you like it. Leave a review on Apple iTunes. Be like, oh my God, this show is bomb. Or, oh my God, I don't really like this show like that. She could work on this. Give me all the feedback. Don't be rude, though, because I cuss your ass out. But, you know, give me all... (laughs) Give me the feedback, you know, um... Also, too, if you're interested in being a guest, hit me up. I love working with people. Hell, I bring you a bottle of wine. I can't pay you no honorarium, child. I'm broke. But I bring you some wine or some food or something, and we could do a trade-off, you know. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for supporting me. I'm, I'm really happy that it's October, and I've been hanging in there with this show. And we are out here just kicking and swinging. So, I love recording this. I love you guys. Thank you for spreading the word. Thank you for supporting me. Alrighty. 
I will see y'all again in about a week or so. About a week or so. You know what I'm saying? I'll be back. All right. I'm checking out. Love y'all. Bye.